Party people, how you feeling? What's going on, everybody? It is the Papa Jug Podcast, and it is Friday night. That is when we record, and that is when I'm live, and that's why I'm talking to you, because it is Friday night. That's the way this stuff works. I hope you all have had a great week. I hope things are going well for you, and I hope you are ready for a very nice weekend. For those of you who are hours and hours ahead of me in the future, I hope your weekend is already going well. But tonight, we are talking about something that we didn't plan on talking about because it hadn't happened yet. So I had to change things up a little bit uh, in order to make tonight happen. Uh, Welcome everybody into the chat, by the way. I live chat people. Um... Yeah, so we had to change things up a little bit because uh, one of the top streamers on the planet decided to uh, get himself arrested because he had a, uh, what I called in the description, an unpermitted riot. So if you, uh, if you haven't caught it yet, Kai Sinat has been arrested by the New York Police Department. Now, here's where things get interesting. Okay, I'm going to read from you, or for you, um, I'm going to read to you from a NBC News article. Okay, we've got a lot to talk about tonight and that's not how that looks. It's weird. It's broken. Um, But yes, Kai was arrested. He decided, and he announced this on Wednesday. The problem was all he did was announce it on Wednesday and then just showed up. So on Wednesday, Kai Sanat announced that he was going to give away uh, gaming consoles, gift cards, PlayStation. Like he was like, cool, come get stuff. Woohoo. And he was going to do it at Union Square in New York City. Okay. Uh, fun idea. Cool. Like, great. Good for you, buddy. Uh, small problem. This is New York City. This is a, a city of approximately 13 million people. Um, you can't just have people show up to things. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, yeah, uh, as they said in chat, you still need permits for that. So the generosity is great. I, I'm, I love that you wanted to give stuff away. Did nobody tell you how this works? I appreciate that you're 21 years old and may not understand how the world works. But I'm sorry, dude. You run a business. You got things you've got to be accountable for. You got things that you got to, like, check before you do. It's not just, I have money and I'm going to go do things. No. Um, Woo, yeah, that didn't go well. So let's talk about what happened. Kai Sinat shows up. An hour, according to the media, more than an hour before the event was supposed to start, the park was full. Union Square Park was packed. It was thousands of people. Donald Trump probably would have said millions, but thousands of people. It was packed with people ready to get free stuff. Especially for Kai, because for some of these people, they know they're not going to get it. They just want to see Kai. They just be like, oh my God, he's my favorite streamer. (laughs) So whatever, they got excited about it. Okay. Um, Yeah. Hmm. So that's what happened. And Kai shows up. And at that point, it's just a mob scene. People are climbing on cars. People are pushing and shoving and uh, injuries are already occurring. The NYPD is already on site because the NYPD is like, uh, no one asked. Yeah, that, that that's a thing. You you have to ask for permission because you gotta get a permit. So no, and that didn't happen. So it immediately descended into chaos. The NYPD had to start clearing the park. But you now have thousands of people in New York City, and things have just gone to hell. 
Cars are now getting damaged. Streets are getting damaged. People are getting damaged. Uh, according to the latest report, there is one officer who suffered a broken hand. There is uh, three other injured officers. There are some reports, and I will tell you, I've, I have not seen confirmation of this by any reputable source. A dude on Twitter does not count as a reputable source. Um, that uh, at least 60 people are injured with four dead. I have not heard confirmation of the dead number yet. So please be, please, 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 before you start uh, believing any media reports, trust that people will use anything involving a uh, media personality especially kai they will use it to try to discredit things they will try to make things worse than they are they will use it for clickbait um but i have not seen it in uh, any reputable media so whatever it was a mess people are injured and the cops and this is where we have to be as 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 specific as we can be the cops put Kai in a car and drove him to the station. I can't tell you he was arrested and here's why. We don't know if he was arrested, detained, removed, or booked. Yeah, it's a little fuzzy. Now, again, I will go into the exact NBC media report. This is NBC News. Um, the reporters are Tim Stello and Calhan Rosenblatt. Okay. And let's see. New York City Police Chief Jeffrey Madry told reporters that the video game live streamer, Kai Sinatra, I love the way they describe We're going to talk about that in a second too. Video game live streamer Kai Sinatra was in custody. Okay. That, that, yes, he was in a car and he's at the police station. So yes, he is in their custody but he's not a prison. So, okay. And is likely to be charged with at least two counts of inciting a riot and unlawful assembly. As of Friday night, this article is now two hours old. As of Friday night, it wasn't immediately clear if he had been booked. Okay. So, uh, he had been, and this is according to uh, the police chief. He had been removed from the area for his safety after thousands of mostly young people, by the way, if you want to discredit something in the media, say it's mostly kids. Just be like, yeah, it's the young folks that are causing all the problems. Those, those whippersnappers, okay? I'm not sure why their age matters if they're causing a riot. A who cares about age? Things are going wrong. Thousands of mostly young people descended on Manhattan's Union Square on Friday afternoon. He said that 65 people had been arrested. In the words of the police chief, a city bus was filled. Okay? A city bus was filled. That's how many people got arrested just that the, that the police chief knew about. He was like, I just saw a bus. We filled a bus with people. Okay? There's way too many people to put in our cars. But whatever. Uh, they were taken into custody after people threw bottles, threw fireworks, threw rocks, through paint cans, um, the paint cans had been taken from a construction site at the park. Three officers were injured. A sergeant suffered a broken hand. Quote, officers were attacked. We were crushed, unquote, he said. People had been hit with multiple objects. Quote, I personally observed young people having panic attacks, anxiety attacks. He said, people were suffering out here. Okay, a little dramatic, but all right, you're, you're angry. You're, okay, I get it. Um... So, yeah, that's not good. 
Now, here's the fun part, and it, it actually alerted me to something that uh, I hadn't noticed before. I've been doing research recently. Some of If you're in Rise Above, you know this. I've been doing research recently on the top 1% of Twitch streamers. Uh, Kick streamers also, but they tend to overlap. So I've been doing some research on this, and there was something on Kai's uh, Wikipedia page that I hadn't noticed, and I will bring that up as soon as I can because I closed the window like an idiot. I Sanat Wikipedia. That worth? No, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. What the freak? There it is. Okay. So this is this is so much fun. I love this. So uh let's go into the browser here. Okay. Check this out. Kai Carlos Sanat the third is an American live streamer and YouTuber, best known for his live streams on Twitch. <laughs> it never dawned on me. I'll say that again. Kai Carlos Sinat III is an American live streamer and YouTuber, best known for his live streams on Twitch. <laughs> then why do you call him a YouTuber? It just it kills me when I see stuff like this. It, the, the sentence does continue. I will say, Kai Carlos Sinat III is an American live streamer and YouTuber, best known for his live streams on Twitch and his comedy-based content posted on YouTube. That's fine, but you can't. don't call somebody a YouTuber and then say they're best known for their stuff on Twitch. <laughs> it's like, the, then maybe YouTuber isn't the best choice. Maybe celebrity, maybe entertainer, maybe comedian, musician, whatever you want to call Kai, call Kai. But to call him a YouTuber because of his live streams on Twitch, what? Like, who, whose grandmother wrote this and had no idea what they were talking about? Oh, God. Anyways, in February 2023, during a month-long subathon, not a YouTube event, he became the most subscribed Twitch streamer of all time, not a YouTube event, beating the previous record set by fellow streamer Ludwig, not on YouTube. During his subathon, he was named Streamer of the Year at the 12th Streamy, Award, uh, Streamy Awards and the 2023 Streamy Award, Streamer Awards. Okay. <laughs> I understand that most people on, on you know, the media side of the world don't know the difference between YouTube or Twitch. I understand that they don't understand the difference between live video and pre-recorded stunts. I get that. But come on, people. Clean this thing up. What is happening? Get it. Yeah, this was definitely written by them young people. Mm -hmm. Anyways. So, like I said, when I was reading through all of this and I was like, well, hold on, something's not right about this. Let me, let me go look something up on Kai. I go and look up on Kai and I realized that was in the, in the uh, Wikipedia and I was like, mm, yeah, fail. Okay. So, whatever. Tis what it is. We will, we will get back to the world. Uh, but again, so that is what's going on with Kai right now. As of right now, the latest reports that I've seen uh, just prior to going live, uh, Kai had not been booked yet. Um, I think... Personally, it is likely that he will get booked for something. Could it be inciting a riot? Mm, probably not. You know, he he certainly didn't go there to get people riled up. Was this a disaster? 100%. Not, not going to argue that. But I think that for them to hold the inciting a riot charge, they're going to have to prove intent in some way. Maybe. I mean, you know, it could be local or state law, you know, whatever they want to do. Uh, but I, I don't think he's going to get that, but I do think he's going to get in trouble for something. 
I don't think he walks out of jail and just like, cool, I'm back. You know, um, I, I think the, uh, the New York DA, I, I think somebody's going to be in, in some trouble over this. But I think this is a good reminder for everybody when it comes to what does it mean when you get big? It's very, very difficult. And you guys have probably heard athletes talk about this because it's really, really a big deal for athletes. Athletes, um, NBA, NFL, you know, baseball, they get plucked right out of college or before college in some cases. They're super, super young. They don't understand how the world works. And they get dumped on with money, drugs, girls, guys. I mean, they get stuff that they're not ready to handle and they've got to trust some professionals. They've got to trust people that can get put around them, that can help them navigate the complexity of this stuff. It's not easy to do. And the problem is money brings power. Anybody who doesn't have money knows that because you don't have power. When you have money, you get power. When you get millions of millions of dollars a year, you get a lot of power. And when you're popular, that's an even bigger thing because now you've got power combined with popularity. And so there's, there's like this reinforcement that comes from behind that says, yeah, go do that. We want to see you do that. Okay, but you can't just do things because you want to. It, it gets people hurt. And I'm not, I am not saying, and I will never say that the celebrity is responsible for the individual's choices. In this case, Kai, like I said, I don't think that an inciting a riot charge would stick. I think that he would get a lesser charge. Um, but I think that there's a problem when you've got that much money, that much popularity. You're in one of the largest cities on earth, one of the most media hyped cities on earth with tons of coverage everywhere. You can reinforce your celebrity all day long. It's not, it's not a good thing just because you want it to be a good thing. You know, mob rule sucks. When you get groupthink going, bad, bad day. So, yeah. Um, I think we can say right here off the bat that Kai is in trouble. He is, as far as we know. Uh, I will check this right now because we can because we can check the news. We're, we're live, you know. Uh, it's not. Um, we're going to go three hours, one hour ago. Mm, see, that's the New York Post. That is not exactly a reputable news source. Um, hmm. Two hours. Oh, no, he got charged. He did get charged with inciting a riot. Okay, there's an update right there. Social media influencer Kai Sinat has been charged with inciting a riot and unlawful assembly after thousands strong crowds gathered in Union Square for New York City for a giveaway, leaving dozens of people arrested and several police officers injured. Injured. Yep. Okay. If he actually gets convicted of that, it would be interesting. He may plead this thing out. Uh, but yes, according to what is the CNN, social media influencer Kai Sinat has been charged with inciting a riot. So... That's going to, that's, I don't see that sticking. Um, I do think it's interesting. I was watching Hassan while this was going on and Hassan went on a a little bit of a commentary on this. Now, Hassan, I I think most of you know, uh, Hassan is also huge uh, celebrity streamer. Um, He was saying that, you know, nobody would have expected it to go out of control like this, 
but you would if you were a professional. If you were a professional in terms of management or or event management, um, celebrity, if you're a pro, you absolutely would have known that this was going to happen. Of course that's going to happen. You're in New York City and you're handing out thousands of PlayStations, gift cards. Come on. Any pro, any professional that was surrounding Kai would have said, yo, not good. This is not a good idea. And if somebody didn't stop him, or not, not stop him, that's not fair. If somebody didn't warn him about this, if he's got a manager, if he's got an agent, if he's got a PR team, whatever, I don't know what Kai's team is like. If he's got these people and nobody told him that this was dumb, because you got to remember, his first post about this went live 48 hours ago. It went live on Wednesday. If there was nobody before Wednesday that said, don't do this, at least not the way you're thinking of doing it, don't do that, fire them. If there is nobody, again, surrounding him, part of his team, that looked over the last 48 hours and was like, yo, dude, we don't even got a permit. This is going to be so stupid. Fire them. They're not looking out for him. He needs to surround himself with people who know more than he does. And I'm not saying they got to regulate his content, but they do have to regulate the law because it's going to get him in trouble. And now it has. This is why, this is one of the reasons that I started the team uh, Rise Above. It's because if you have people around you who can look out for your interests, if you can have people that can help guide you on things and, and know the things that you don't know, that's that's what we're here for. We need to help people because 99.99999% of streamers have no idea about the law around things like this. They have no idea what it means to operate outside of you know scheduled streamed content. They're just like, no, I'm just going to go do. It's like, no, that's just, that's selfish. That's arrogant. It doesn't work that way. You've got to have people that can say, hmm, I, I have a different opinion. Can we can we chat about this? Because we need to. But whatever. I mean, yeah, he's charged now. Inciting a riot and unlawful assembly. The unlawful assembly will stick. 100% the unlawful assembly will stick. You can book that right now. Unlawful assembly. He didn't permit this. He didn't coordinate this with the city. He didn't even have a conversation. There is no permit. He's going to get nailed on that one. Inciting a riot. I don't see that happening. I would imagine in New York City, or at least in New York State, inciting a riot is probably a felony uh, because it does typically involve injuries, uh, uh, property destruction, things like that. So, yeah. Probably probably not going to last, but whatever. Life will go on. So, again, talking about things that new streamers, young streamers, streamers with way too much money and power, things that they don't know. And again, when people start streaming, there's a lot of things that they don't know. It, how to start a stream, how to make a career out of a stream. This is what Rise Above is for. This is why I built it. So I want to talk about the next topic here and move on because it is related, which I was, I was like, okay, this kind of makes sense. Story came out that I thought was interesting. Uh, I'm going to relate to you. It goes basically like this. Guy and girl meet, date for about six months. Guy and girl move in together. They're now living together after a six-month relationship. A, maybe not a good idea, but that's not the point of tonight. He decides that he is going to quit. They're not married. They're just, they're living together. That's it. They're boyfriend, girlfriend. Aw. He decides he's going to quit his job 
because he doesn't like it there anymore. He's going to quit his job and become a full-time streamer. Okay. Cool. Like, hey, if, if, that's, if, if that's the talent you have and that's what you're cracked at, awesome. Go do that, okay? So he decides he's going to quit his job and become a full-time streamer. That's the red flag right there. Why do I say that? I say that because that usually means somebody has no idea what it means to be a streamer. And I want to talk about the difference tonight between a streamer, a gamer, and a content creator. Content creator is the professional. The gamer is somebody who plays a lot of video games. The streamer is somebody who streams when they do things. But if you're a content creator, you are intentionally making content for the purposes of distribution and monetization. The monetization is the key part. So this guy decides he's going to quit his job. His girlfriend has a good job. She's a, according to her in the media, um, she is a professional. She's an executive in a business and she earns a decent income. And when this guy quits, uh, he's now living off of her income. That's fine too. If that's the conversation they had and they decided, you know what? You're going you're gonna to make a, a, you know, a real solid push at this. You're going to try and become a content creator and, and you know, earn a regular income off of this. Awesome. The problem is she starts seeing that he's not really doing anything towards the, the, the professional part of it. Just gaming. He's just playing games not to what is probably no audience at all if he's not making an income. And she's frustrated. And now he's saying, it just takes time, babe. It takes time. It takes time. Okay, but how long? Like, what are you doing to speed up this process? What are you doing to earn an income? What are you doing to make a career? It just takes time, babe. It takes time. Not a content career. This is not a job for you. This is not a career. You quit because you're lazy and all you're doing is playing video games. That sucks. That's not cool. And she's now getting more and more frustrated. It's important for people on both sides of the screen. If you are, if you are the content creator or you're the viewer, um, some of us can tell the difference between somebody who is just streaming, whatever they do. It, it, they could be a gamer. They could be a just chatter. It doesn't matter. They're literally just turning the camera on and talking or playing or whatever. Um, there are people who are gamers. They game a lot, but they're not doing anything to actually monetize their gameplay. I, th I think we've all seen, and let's be fair and honest about this, I think we've all seen somebody who plays video games, streams it, and will never make a dime. They don't have the energy for it. They don't have the, 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 the game skills for it. Um, I fall into that last category, by the way. I got no game skills at all. You go through stuff like this and you're like, that's, that's not a job. That's literally you just playing games and saying that because you've got a camera on you that you're suddenly a, you know, a professional gamer. You're not. You got to make money to be a professional. Otherwise, you're an amateur. And amateurs don't get paid. That's not a job. So it's, it's just this vicious cycle of things. And when I saw this article, I was like, first of all, they didn't seem to have had a conversation about a plan for this. He just quit his job. The second thing was, um, he's not taking the necessary steps to make the money. And that's the hard part. Playing video games is not the hard part. 
turning the camera on outside of, you know, like stage fright, not the hard part. It's, that's the easy stuff. It's actually taking the steps to make sure you've got professional content, to make sure you've got a professional presentation, to make sure that you are growing an audience, not just hoping people show up. That happens so often. People are like, man, if, if people just see me play, then you know they'll, they'll tune in. Nope. No, 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 no. A thousand times no. There's 140-ish, 140-ish million accounts on Twitch. Eight million of them went live in the last three months. You think those eight million accounts are all earning money? Do you think they're all earning an income? No. They're not. They're just flat out not. You have to be, I mean, even the top 10% outside of the really big ones, you know, like the top 1% people, but like even the top 10% or 20%, they're not earning enough for a job. It's a tiny income. So you just got, you got to be real about this stuff because you are impacting other people. If that's your scenario, like the scenario that I'm describing, if that's not your scenario, who cares? Play games all you want. I'm I'm not judging anybody. You want to play games, play games, Have, have a good time, you know? But if you're going to say that this is a job for you, be serious about it. There there are a lot of us who are serious about it. There are a lot of us who are putting in that time and effort, putting in the steps that need to happen, make the networking, put out the content, plan the stuff, do all the, you got to invest in this. It's just, it's a fact you got to invest in this. You can't just say, I'm going to turn on the camera. All right. You got to have one of two things, especially if you're a gamer. If you are a gaming content creator, you have to have one of two things, an incredible personality that will get people interested in your content or cracked gameplay. It is, if you're lacking both of those things, sorry, that's the bad news. That is the tough part. And anybody that is listening to this, you know, it is true. I can feel, I'm like Palpatine. I can feel the hatred. People are like, fuck you, Jug. What are you talking about? No. You don't have the right to tell people. I'm not telling people what they are or are not doing. I'm, telling, I'm not telling them what they can and cannot do. I'm simply saying, what is a requirement that turns this into a career? That's it. That's all I'm saying. You do you, but be honest with yourself and be honest with those around you. If I went to my wife today, okay, I am a professional content creator. I get paid every single month. There's not a month that goes by that I don't get a paycheck from this. And it's a good paycheck that I get because I've built an amazing community of people. A lot of you are here right now watching this. I can't do this without that community. But the community has said, this is the place we want to be. I can say that I'm a professional content creator. Am I top 1%? No. Okay. Eddie Craven from Kick is not knocking down my door and be like, hey, I got a million dollars for you. It ain't happening yet. But I do know, and all of you know, that if somebody is just playing games with the camera on, that's not a pro. It's not happening. We got to be real about this. And this guy wasn't. This guy told his girlfriend and will keep telling his girlfriend, it just takes time, babe. It just takes time. Cool. But what takes time? Oh, that's right. Doing the work. (laughs) That's the part that takes the time. It's not just time. Like time passes whether you do nothing or something. You got to do something. And that's the rough part. Oh yeah. Chad hates me. Mm -hmm. 
The play- oh, inter- okay. The playing games on camera is 10% of the job. So much behind the scenes work. That's commented by another professional content creator. <laughs> I don't have either. So I disagree. I know who you are and I disagree. As a viewer, oh, so, okay, this is an interesting comment live in chat uh, from a viewer. As a viewer, nothing is more boring than being in a streamer's feed with maybe two to three other people and the only people talking are like the two people in chat and the streamer is just there playing. Yeah, you're just gaming. That's all you're doing. It, you, you were going to play that game. I promise you this. You were going to play that game whether the camera was on or not. The difference is if I'm playing a game, so me as a professional content creator, and in most cases outside of this podcast, a professional gamer, I wouldn't play that game right then, right there, unless I had planned that content. That's not, it's it's just not going to happen. That's not how my content works. I'm not simply turning on a camera and saying, damn, what am I going to do today? Cool. I've planned out my streams. They've got ideas behind them. They've got planned, you know, gameplay behind them. They've got planned promotion behind them. They've got planned future events like things, you know, um, I'll, I'll maybe do a, a session where I know I'm going to get some virtual photography shots. I'll do a session where I know there's going to be, uh, you know, quote unquote accidents that I uh, experience, you know, that I'm going to turn into a, a YouTube short or an Instagram reel. Well, that shit is planned. It's not just me going, what am I doing today? I'm going to, oh, I know. Okay, I'm going to go run bunkers in Star Citizen. No, like there, there's, there's thought behind this because again, like they said in chat, playing the game on camera is 10% of the work. The rest is all the behind the scenes stuff that you need to do it. And if you're not doing it, you're just pissing people off. And that's your frustrated girlfriend right there, guys. That's sad. Don't, don't do that to other people. And don't do that to yourself. Please, please, please. As a content creator, please, I ask you, don't lie to yourself about this. If you've got plans to do this, there are people willing to help you get there. But you got to do the work. You've got to put that effort forward. Nobody's going to do this for you. They will help you. They will show you ways that they've succeeded. They will show you ways that they failed. Me and my team, we're some of those people. We have an entire organization dedicated to helping people do things. But if you're not doing the work, fuck no, we're not going to do it for you. I will ask you, what is your goal? I will ask you, how do you want to get there? I will ask you, what do you not know that I can share with you? But I'm never, ever going to ask you, what can I do that you won't? It's not going to happen. You've got to get that stuff done. If I wanted to watch someone just play, I'd get a Nintendo 64, one controller, and call up a sibling, (laughs) right? I can watch my cousin play. I don't need to do that, you know? So anyways, I I saw the story. And like I said, I thought it was interesting. She is super frustrated because basically she ended up with a lazy guy. And that's that's the very, very difficult part. And I applaud people. And I want to be serious about this. I applaud the people who say, I came into this with an idea and it didn't happen. So I stopped trying to be a streamer. If you've hit that realization, and for whatever reason, maybe, maybe you did put all the effort into it, but eventually you realize the audience didn't respond. And you decide, you know, I'm, I'm going to give up on that. That's fine. There is, there is no, no negativity in that, uh, in, that, uh, in that decision. It's just not. It's like, cool, you were honest with yourself. If you think you did the work and you think the audience didn't show up, then maybe that's just not what you were meant to do. Go do something that you're passionate about that you can achieve in. There's nothing wrong with that. If you realize as a content creator, if you realize, hey, 
I think I've got it. I've seen some success, but I need to change something and I'm going to go in a new direction. Cool. There's no shame in admitting that you tried it and failed and you wanted to pivot a little bit and, you know, and do it a different way. That's cool too. There's nothing wrong with the being honest about it and being honest, especially with yourself and those around you. I think that's legit. All right, let's move on. I want to talk about something that is really bizarre uh, because this is a really, really odd thing. I have seen more and more articles about this and it just baffles the hell out of me. Blockchain and gaming. I know this is far less exciting than the last two topics. Kai got arrested and uh, girlfriends got mad at boyfriends who were lazy gamers. Blockchain gaming. In the world of blockchain, NFTs, uh, cryptocurrency, the blockchain technology, I will tell you right now, it is very, very fascinating and promising technology. Okay, if you don't understand blockchain technology, it can be ridiculously hard to understand. I struggle with it and I'm constantly like, okay, how did that work? What? Why? How is that on the blockchain? Da, da, da. It's tough. I'm not saying it's easy. But blockchain is a thing. It is a, yes, blockchain is awesome. Well said, Jet. Um, great technology, but it is being used in a whole lot of really stupid ways. And I'm seeing more and more of these things about gaming on the blockchain, decentralized gaming, Okay. The thing that's, that, that baffles me, and maybe if you're in chat or if you're going to leave a comment on the VOD or in the audio, whatever you got, fine. Help me understand this. The thing that I keep seeing in terms of promotion for blockchain gaming or decentralized gaming is I keep seeing this concept where you get, like, you get to own rewards from the game. You get to own assets from the game. And people that talk about decentralized gaming, they keep promoting this idea like this is what separates it, is that you will own a thing from the game. Like, huh? You can do that now. You've been able to do that for almost 20 years. People have been buying and selling game assets for a long time. What is the, what is the new thing other than decentralizing it? The decentralizing gaming is interesting because that that completely changes the role of a development studio, that completely changes the role of a, a gaming platform, like a Steam kind of a thing. It totally flips the entire business model of gaming on its head. And it, as we talked about in the last episode, you know, Saudis are investing, you know, $40 billion in a $180 billion industry or $300 billion industry, depending on how you, you quantify it. But, I, okay. Decentralizing is one thing, but saying that you get to, you know, earn assets that you will physically own, people have been doing that for years. What is the advantage of blockchain gaming? What is the advantage that all of a sudden you get to own something on the blockchain? Other than its location, what do I give a shit? Just because it's blockchain doesn't make it better. I can, I mean, I know a guy, there's a buddy of mine. Uh, he made his fortune 20 years ago. Like 20 years ago, he made his fortune. He made money selling gold from uh, World of Warcraft. I, I mean, like, okay. Like, he was on eBay, and he was selling it for chunks of change. That's, okay, cool. Like, I'm just, I, no matter what I've read, no matter what I've tried to understand, it doesn't explain this. And I just wanted to give you guys a piece of caution as you see some of the hype that is coming out, because again, 
blockchain is a valid powerful technology and i do believe that if it doesn't get legislated out of existence by dumbass people in congress who have no idea what they're talking about not a clue this is like watching them interview the ceos of facebook and google and they're like can, can you point to the internet um sorry i did not mean to add a southern accent to that for the purposes of derogatory presentation um they don't know what they're doing and the problem is that they are going to damage something that can literally improve everyone's life i do believe blockchain technology has that capability if it doesn't get legislated out of existence it can do amazing things for gaming but be careful of the hype that you see because you're going to see headlines where you get to own assets and it's like okay a i don't know if anybody caught the news like 24 hours before this episode aired Twitch expanded its banned categories and it is no longer allowing things like Counter-Strike games. Or, sorry, not Counter-Strike games. Wrong. No, no, no. Counter-Strike skins, not games. Counter-Strike skins. Counter-Strike is still very legal on Twitch. It's fine. Keep, keep streaming, everybody. Skins. You can't gamble the skins. You can't sell the skins. Like those kinds of things. Twitch is like, no, we're banning that because it's unregistered. It's unlicensed. It's, all right we've had gaming assets that we can physically own and physically sell and make them you get money off of that people have been losing their minds over these knife skins it's just like this is not a new thing so just careful of the hype this is kind of stupid um people in the blockchain world we've all been like spammed on twitter and shit by people that are like hey there's a new release coming out for you got to get your nft and it's like no i get that all the time on my on my irl account i get tagged all the time in cryptocurrency stuff people want me to retweet it and i'm like no it, you're a fraud but so that's it uh yes exactly what they said in chat what people do with it on the other hand uh, yeah that's where shit gets shady so be very careful of that guys um i do believe again that blockchain will change and improve the world of gaming along with pretty much everything else especially finance um banking insurance etc uh but uh be careful the claims are still very very fraudulent out there there's probably more scam than there is legit stuff and i think especially for those of us who are gamers if we're playing and we see these new opportunities just be super suspicious of whatever you see because the people behind them may be completely on the side of scamming you watch yourself up next dan clancy which every time i say that i think tom clancy and i think we're going to be talking about books Dan Clancy, the new CEO of Twitch. Why are we talking about him? Well, Dan Clancy has decided to embark upon a PR quest. Dan Clancy took over uh, Twitch after years of Emmett Shear basically ignoring it. And Dan is, um, how do I put this? Dan is, Dan is more relatable to the streaming community. Dan actually streams. If you guys don't know this, we've talked about this on a couple of previous episodes, mentioned it. Uh, Dan Clancy actually does stream on Twitch. He does music streams and just chatting streams. Um, so he understands what it means to actually stream. Now that's cool. Unfortunately, uh, he doesn't have the best reputation when it comes to actually making Twitch work for streamers. So he doesn't see the ins and outs of streaming all the time because that's not his primary job. And I don't fault the guy for that. His job is to run the platform, not spend his time on the platform. Um, so we need, to be, we need to be fair about that. But he started this new PR thing. 
And what he's doing is he is taking IRL walks with big streamers. He's going on walks with this 1%. They both activate their live streams and they just walk and talk. I think that's really cool. I give the guy credit for doing this. And I give the guy credit for some of the things that he has implemented that do genuinely improve the content creation space. It improves the viewer experience. We've got viewers in chat. We've got streamers in chat right now. We've got new features from Twitch that have happened since he became CEO. And I think that he deserves credit for, well, he deserves credit for all of them, but he deserves praise for some of them. Some of them have been abysmal disasters. Um, but he's trying this new thing. And again, he's walking. I've I've tried watching them. Unfortunately, he's doing them during the day when I'm working. And it, honestly, and, and anybody who is like part of my community, you know that if I'm in your stream during the workday, I'm probably lurking you. I am not an active chatter because I'm doing an actual job. He's doing the, and like I've tried to catch parts. The last one that I saw, which I think was the second to last one, or maybe it was the most recent one, was with Extra Emily. They were walking around Austin, Texas. And, um... It was interesting. The thing that I noticed first within like two minutes was you had two people of two very different generations live streaming. She is, I should say was, what I saw. I know nothing about Extra Emily. Um, I don't know jack shit about her content, her person, nothing. What I saw was a stereotypical early 20s um, young Asian female and she had energy and she was good looking and she was um she was she was trying her best to engage with this guy who was clearly from a different planet and he's there to represent twitch she's there to represent her and they were the conversations were fun they they were they were entertaining nothing about this stream was bad but for example like they had to hop onto like a rented scooter okay not together like they're not dating um, they were, they were renting a couple of street scooters. They were going to ride around Austin. Uh, sorry. It was uh, actually, um, uh, university of Texas at Austin. It was a college campus. It was where Dan went to college. Um, so it was, they go to rent a scooter and Dan starts talking about how he got legal advice that if he was operating his phone while riding the scooter, it could violate local laws and more importantly, it was going to violate Twitch terms of service and they would have to ban his account. <laughs> like, he's talking about the prep work from the legal end of the business for him to do this live stream. That, that was not what Emily did to prep, okay? Extra Emily was there to talk and have fun. And, and whatever. By the way, her stream was way better. Her stream quality, um, other than she was having a connection issue for whatever reason, but like she was moving the camera so that you could see faces when they spoke. She was showing the things that were happening uh, in the surrounding areas, you know, that kind of thing. Dan's cam was literally mounted to his shoulder and it was sideways, not like, not like vertical sideways. Like it was just like 15 degrees off. So the whole thing you were literally watching from an angle. Oh God, it was bad. But anyways, thankfully you could go tune in on her channel and everything was better. Um, you know, but it was kind of that thing where that's where he's trying to understand. And they were having conversations, not just about their personal lives, which they, you know, it was a very social conversation, but they were talking about streaming. They were talking about content creation. They were talking about Twitch. Um, 
And he's done this with other streamers prior to Extra Emily, and they do have these conversations. Now, what I don't know about this, because I haven't seen a lot of press about it, I'm just seeing that he's doing it, and people are like, hey, let's talk about it. What I don't know, yeah, it looked like a cop's vest cam. Yeah, it's a body cam, basically. It looked like a sideways body cam. It was so weird looking. Um, but what I don't know is what Twitch wants to get out of this. Is this literally just Dan saying, hey, you know, PR team, I want to get to know our streamers. I want to get to know our partners. He's not doing this with affiliates as far as I've seen. These are all partners that he's done it with. I want to get to know our partners, so I'm just going to go relate to them. Um, and they're doing all these different things, but I call it Dan Clancy goes for a walk. And I think it's cool that there's a connection happening. What I would love to see is prior to the cameras turning on, are there topics that no one's allowed to bring up? Does he say we can't talk about the 50-50 split? You know, I'm making that up. I don't know. Um, you know, does he say we can't talk about um, Amazon? Like we can't, we're not going to get into how much Amazon is is paying for Twitch to operate. You know, um, does he say we can't talk about Eddie Craven? You know, are there rules in place before the conversation occurs or could you get a streamer who is both respectful but also professional enough to say, Dan, we're going to talk about 70-30. Because honestly, if I was having this conversation with the CEO of YouTube, I'd be earning 70-30. And right now I'm earning 50-50. So let's talk about why I'm spending time with you instead of getting 20% more over on the competitor. Like, I, I, want, I want that to happen. And I'm not saying it because it's juicy or, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to start drama. I want that to happen because if he wants to connect with people, that's what it means. You've got to have a full-on conversation, not just in a boardroom, not just in a focus group. But if you're going to say that we're going to just stream and chat, cool, make it a stream and chat. Make it a real stream conversation. And if, you, if you're going to specifically target partners, you want to have a conversation with an affiliate, Dan Clancy, let's have a conversation. I will walk with you. I will go to Austin, Texas if you're not going to leave Austin. I'll go to Austin, Texas. I will do a walk and, and uh, you know, what a stream and chat. You know, Dan Clancy goes for a walk with Papa Juggernaut. And let's have a cool conversation, respectful conversation. But let's talk about Twitch. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your dreams for the company. Let's talk about your vision. Let's talk about the people that are around you. Let's have that conversation. Let's also talk about YouTube. Let's also talk about Kick. Let's talk about what streaming looks like in the future. Let's talk about how discoverability is going to work. You've got some great stuff coming with discoverability for Twitch people. Let's have a full conversation. I I'm, I'd be down for that. And I would pay. I would pay to go to Austin, Texas. You don't even have to foot the bill. I would pay to do that because I think that that's a valuable conversation that people would want to watch. I think that would give you PR. I think that would give you connections to people. Not like, I mean, obviously you're the CEO of Twitch. You don't need me to connect you to people, but it would help people relate to you and to Twitch, which hasn't had the best of time in the media. Right, uh, you know, right now, lately, I was going to say right now, but I was like, it's really gone on for more than right now. It's been a little while. So... I think I think it's cool. Let's give the guy credit. He's going out and talking to his actual product. Let's, by the way, let's not mistake that. The people he's talking to are the product he's selling. He's selling advertising on Extra Emily's partner channel. She's the product. And he's going out, he's getting to know the product as people. 
And that's cool. I got no problem with that. Let's keep going. We are moving on. Last topic of the night. This is an interesting one. Um, I don't know how many of you have seen it, uh, but there is a new game on Steam. It is available for early access. Uh, it is called Spooky Men. It is coming out from a studio called Bloody Bear. I think, did I just fuck that up? No, Bloody Bear, I was right. Now, the release date technically was May 9th. Why are we talking about an early access game on Steam? Well, we're talking about it because of what it costs. Game on Steam is a million dollars. If you want to go buy this game right now, early access, one million dollars. You could start a game development studio for a million dollars. No joke. You can go on Steam right now, look up Spooky Men, the price tag, $999,999.99.99. Yeah, I did. There were so many nines in that I got confused. That is the price of this game right now. It is a million bucks. Wow, that's special. Now, it it does set records, uh, and that's U.S. dollars, by the way. I'm not talking Canadian. I'm not talking Aussies. I'm not talking British pounds. It is a million U.S. dollars. Uh, that does set records. Um, prior to this, one of the big games that was uh, really controversial um, was $2,000. $2,000 to download one game. The problem with that $2,000 title, I'm not going to mention it because nobody needs to go you know, look it up or check it out, um it was like basically if you did the full gameplay it was like two to three hours of content and you were done basically you you were paying a thousand dollars an hour Whew, yeah not russian rubles mm -mm. nope not a typo chat it is a million dollars so interesting concept um there's no real explanation for why it's a million dollars Maybe this is their way of like kickstarting it, but honestly, with no reward other than the game itself, that's not a Kickstarter campaign. That's just a ripoff. So I just I had to mention it. I wanted to end the uh, podcast tonight on something that was fun. I saw this. I think it was Monday night, and I was like, "Yeah, that's going in the episode. We're going to talk about the million dollar game. It is a survival horror game. I will explain. Uh, Spooky Men is an online one to eight player cooperative survival horror game." complete tasks and exercise the malevolent demon i would say the malevolent demon is the price tag i don't know how you're going to exercise that one uh use your wits to distract the ghost and survive its attacks as you explore the haunted property can you make it out alive <gasps> Fuck, well sure I, i'm alive but i'm broke i gave you a million dollars cool man why early access early access blah 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 there, but again there's no real explanation uh from the game developer about why why is this a million dollars there what the latest announcement that came from the studio and i wanted to read this uh this was posted august 1st so tuesday august 1st we are planning to release a big all capital letters big update for the game very soon with new game modes new mechanics and improvements join our discord server to stay updated no <laughs> not, no not happening um there were comments which i have access to uh revolver snake 412 says i've been waiting for so long back rooms i love this game and its dev now that was an interesting one because somebody posted i love this game and its dev what the fuck did you pay for the access you you, you do not own this game why is your game a million dollars 
Somebody replies, because it's worth the price. No, it's not. No, I, no, I don't care. No, it's not. Uh, trust me, bro. Bob himself comes to your house and massages your feet. Well, for some of you, that makes it worth it. Now, could be a streamer and buy it and write it off on taxes. Partially true. A, it depends on the country you live in. B, there are regulations and limits in terms of what can be counted as a write-off. You got to be careful about that. An individual can't write that off. Full legal disclaimer, I am neither a lawyer nor a tax preparer. Please consult your professional. For real, he also pays your... Oh, that's funny. He also pays your taxes. That was a new comment added 11 hours ago. That's funny. Chad is psychic. Anyways. So I wanted to end on that one. Uh, if you're interested in a million dollar game, perhaps you are a Star Citizen backer and you've already spent a million dollars on Star Citizen. Uh, if you've got money to burn, there's a horror game you might want to try. Everybody, uh, it is the end of the Friday night, so I hope you have a great weekend. If you are listening to this on Monday, I hope this kicks off a great week for you. We will see you again next Friday. Uh, a couple of announcements about the community. First of all, there will be a 1,000 Twitch follower celebration stream for myself. I hit the milestone a little over uh, about two weeks ago now. Uh, I hit the 1,000 follower milestone on Twitch, so I will be doing a special stream later in August. I'll give more details for that. During that uh, stream, the big announcement that I posted in the PJ Party Discord, which you can get a link to, click it and join uh, down in the comment section. Uh, it's down in the description too. Um, during the thousand follower celebration, I will be giving one of my first thousand followers a hundred bucks. I know you were really expecting me to say thousand, but no, uh, I don't have enough subs for that. Uh, but I will be randomly drawing one name from my first thousand followers and they will be getting a hundred dollars in that stream. So, uh, if you are, if you are one of those first thousand and you unfollowed me, mm, that's going to suck if you tried to win because you have to still be a follower. <laughs> that's the rule I wrote. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. Uh, myself and two members of the Rise Above team, we are doing a special uh, collab event. We're going to be putting on a special stream for you guys in September. Dates coming soon. Uh, but we're going to be doing a special collab with really fun stuff. And it's it's uh, two friends of mine and we're all in Rise Above. So that's going to be a good time in September. Uh, and then we will also be having a Rise Above charity event coming across in the month of September. We're taking August off for charity events, uh, but we will be doing another one in September. We'll have more details on that one. So as always, go have yourself a good morning, a good day, a good night, whatever it is for you. And I will see you next Friday.